It's a horror new year, Nightwings. Welcome to episode 20 of the Horror Headquarters. I am so excited for today's episode and I can't wait to tell you all the amazing things I've done in the past week. Now I'm going to go right into it because I don't want to keep you guys thinking like, what is he talking about? What was he talking about the previous episode? What is he doing? What is he planning? Last week, I had the opportunity to visit Salem. I went to Salem, Massachusetts. It was so much fun. I loved it. It was so creepy and horrific and like crazy and so many different things. But overall, it was just such an amazing experience. And I can't wait to share with you all the different things that occurred while I was there, even leading up to arriving in Salem. As soon as I crossed that borderline, something really weird happened. But I'm going to get into that in a little bit. So make sure you sit back. Relax, grab a snack, and get ready. This one is a good one. Now for those of you who don't know, Salem, Massachusetts is right above Boston, and the reason that it's so notable and so popular is because it's where the Salem Witch Trials of the 17th century took place. And that's one of the reasons why I was so excited to go here, was to learn more about the history, see how the town was, see how the town folk are, how everything looks, all the different statues and landmarks, all that kind of stuff. It was just so interesting to me. But driving up there was pretty scary. I mean, I had to like prep myself before even going because I knew I was gonna go to Salem because I took a trip to Boston. I'm like, I have to drive to Salem. I knew it was coming up and I'm like all right I have to mentally prepare myself like make sure that I'm preserving my energy if you guys don't understand it's it's complicated but it did end up paying off because when we passed that borderline into Salem it was so creepy the crazy thing is I didn't even know that's where the borderline was I just felt a very weird feeling in my body and I went on maps and I screenshotted my location and I looked it up afterwards and that's where the borderline to Salem is like to entering the city I actually took some notes as well and I wrote them down on my phone I'm gonna read to you what I wrote all I put was tingling in my whole body crazy sinking feeling shock in hand and leg and I put, my God, the power here is insane. That's what I wrote when I wrote that on December 31st, 2023 at 9.53 a.m. It was just so crazy. Like, I didn't even know. Like, I'm like, all right, we're coming close. I just don't know when I'm going to see something that I recognize. And then I just felt a weird feeling, screenshotted it. And I'm like, wow, that's ironic. But it was just really crazy. And then we arrived at the Ropes Mansion, which was our first stop. If you guys don't know what the Ropes Mansion was, that's where they filmed Hocus Pocus. That's where the rich girl's house is. I forgot from like blinking on her name right now. I'm sorry, but it was just really cool. So we arrive there, step out of the car, and what do I hear? I hear a crow. And I look behind me, a crow is standing on one of the houses looking at me dead in the eye. And I freaked out. remember looking at the crow and being like yep that's 100% a sign that I'm in the right place now I obviously took pictures in front of the mansion and I'm gonna be posting those on my Instagram so make sure to follow us at the horror headquarters as well as on Twitter at the horror HQ so that you guys can see how much fun I had 
But it was super, super duper cool. And then right next to the Ropes Mansion, they had this little area where you can go in the backyard. And there's like this full-fledged garden there. Now, obviously, nothing had been growing at that time because it's still December when I went. So it's freezing. But it was just cool to see that it was preserved. They had like this little book shelf where you can like take a book and everything. I don't know. It was cool. And it's like part of the Peabody Essex Museum Fund or something like that. Like the museums of Salem. I don't know. Something along those lines. But it was pretty cool. I also went to the church right next door of the Ropes Mansion. Which was really cool because it says like it's the first church in Salem. It has a really fancy name. I can't pronounce it. But it was really cool inside. We were greeted by a lady because there was a church service going on. We did not interrupt it. It had not started. I told them that we're visitors. We just wanted to look around and see like what was inside. And she gave us a really cool history on... The church itself she was telling us about what was kept what wasn't what changed what remained the same there's like tiffany fixtures inside which are very cool it's like tiffany plated glass on the windows which was very 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 interesting to see and she was kind enough to invite us after for coffee and some drinks and just talking with people so she was very nice so i liked that thank god that was open because one of my favorite places that i was so excited to go and see was closed and it broke my heart when I tell you I cried. The one landmark that I was so beyond excited to see the inside and outside of was shut down. And it was the witch's house. The Witch's House, which is one of the last standing landmarks from the Salem Witch Trials period, was closed and it had a sign on it that said, The Witch House is closed for New Year's Eve. We'll reopen Thursday, January 5th, 2024 at 11am. And I'm like, oh, that's wonderful. I leave tomorrow, which is New Year's Day, so I'm not going to be able to see this. And I was, I was... <sighs> I was down bad, like really, really bad. And I was like taking pictures in front of it and I might be smiling, but inside I was dying because I was so upset. And I'm trying not to complain too much, even though I'm already complaining, because I did see a bunch of other really cool landmarks that were thankfully open at the time. One of them being the Salem Witch Museum, which was so much fun. And it was so informative and so interesting because basically what it is is you're paying for two different presentations the first one being like a bunch of animatronics but they don't move but they have like voice actors for them and they're explaining to you like the time frame from when the witch trial started like when there were suspicions of it what caused it all to its end and it was really cool and it was like in this dark room and it had this circle that had all the 19 people that were hung and killed during the Salem Witch Trials. I loved it. But what I didn't love was a baby crying its freaking lungs out. Like, I can't express that enough. It would not stop crying. And I'm like, why are you bringing in a two-year-old into this? Having them watch this when there's depictions of the devil, when there's all these things about people being hung, a person being crushed by rocks. I'm like, why? Why do you bring someone into this? I don't know. People are crazy. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Some people, they don't have an option. They have to take their kid in with them. But that's like taking a newborn baby with you through a haunted, like, walkthrough thingy. Like, what? 
What's going through your head in that situation? Nevertheless, the presentation was really cool. And then the second one consisted of how witches were interpreted, created, invented from that time until today. So, for example, they gave us the example of the witch from The Wizard of Oz, the Wicked Witch of the West, how she was painted green. And surprise, surprise, this character was not in the original book for The Wizard of Oz. There was nothing about green paint or anything like that. So Metro Golden added that into the film and the lady that played it, she ended up signing something and there was like a frame right above the copy of the Wizard of Oz book that read, for you, Bob, watch yourself. You're on my YBR. <laughs> Beware, love to you. The acronym YBR also stands for Yellow Brick Road. So it's just really cool, and she's put that on a photograph right above the book, and it's Margaret Hamilton, that's her name. It was just really interesting to see, and I think it was a really cool touch to the exhibit overall. stores over there are also super duper cool and one of them that I went into is called Blackcraft and it was in Salem it was in downtown Salem and it was so cool inside now I have to explain before I even get into walking into the store what happened I was walking up the steps and like looking in and then I saw what I thought was a ghost waving at me I shrieked and I looked behind me and I didn't see the person waving at me I'm like who was that and I got closer to the door and it was the person inside and I felt so embarrassed. I like opened the door. I'm like, I'm so sorry if I look crazy, if I freaked you out. Because when you waved at me, I thought it was a ghost behind me waving at me. And she laughed about it. Thank God. She took it as a joke. She wasn't offended by it. But it was so creepy. I'm like, I just saw my first ghost in Salem. <laughs> but it was, it was hilarious. I loved it. But the store itself was so cool. Like, I'm looking at pictures right now as I'm talking about this. Like, everything was red and black, and they had a statue of Edgar Allan Poe in there. They had all this different merchandise. They had a coffee shop in there. They had a haunted walking, like, tour in there. It's just so cool. And the girl gave me some history on the building. She said that the building used to be a bank, and there's, like, these two humongous safes in the back, and that what they've done with it is that inside the safes, they have these little places where you can take pictures and everything, which is so cool. So I'm going to be posting that on my Instagram as well, so make sure to check that out. Because it was just so much fun. I loved being in there. The, the energy, I was going to say the evidence. The energy was very positive in there. I didn't feel any negative vibes. And it was fun. And the coffee was amazing too. I got this like pumpkin spice latte made from like a coffin. Like a, a cauldron, excuse me. And it was just really... Like, this is where I'm meant to be right here. Like, I don't never want to leave this place right now. But that was another highlight for sure. Just the whole store was insane. And they also had a 13-foot witch hanging from the ceiling. So I'll be posting that too. Just everything about the store was really cool. That haunted walkthrough, though, I have to talk about it. I'm sorry. I, like, shifted gears for a second. The haunted walk in like, tour inside was so creepy i paid ten dollars for it i'm like okay hopefully it's worth it it was 100 percent worth it i was the only one in there 
walking through and basically what they have is all these different rooms with like different horrific events like they had bodies hanging from the ceiling in one they had nuns praying and like they're all discombobulated and all this stuff they had another one where people are like worshiping the devil it was just it was creepy and I'm like this is really interesting and cool obviously it's all fake none of it is real this is like what haunted houses are about but it was I loved it there was one room that I took a picture in it's like a surgery room it kind of reminded me of American Horror Story from season one um, Charles Montgomery his like little lab down he had in the basement and there was a bunch of cameras on the wall and I like took a picture in one of the cameras like of me screaming it was so cool I loved it it was so like I enjoyed myself I really did enjoy myself especially in there even though I went by myself I was scared shitless because I thought something was gonna jump out at me she told me in the beginning she's like there's no one in there there's no actors in there right now there's just some animatronics and she's like but nothing's supposed to move oh something moved something moved and it scared the shit out of me There's so many other landmarks that I went to, but there's one that I definitely want to bring up, and it's a cemetery. I tried overcoming my fear of a cemetery, as I talked about in my second episode on this podcast, which is titled No Rest in Cemeteries. So if you guys haven't listened to that one yet, go and give it a listen because I talk about my fear of cemeteries and why I'm scared of them and all the different experiences I've had with them. But I actually tried overcoming it. I went to where all the people from Salem that were killed from the witch trials or accused, got sick, all that kind of stuff. They buried them all at a Salem witch trial memorial, I guess it's called, but it was closed. It was closed, but what they did have out were these like little ledges that had the 19 names of the people killed during the witch trials of Salem. And I passed by each of them and I got a very eerie feeling at each one and it was very disturbing but I kept taking deep breaths I kept protecting myself protecting my energy trying to mourn for them trying to understand the situation they went through something about this year is that I definitely want to be more empathetic towards people that have passed hence the reason of me trying to overcome my fear of being afraid of cemeteries and all that kind of stuff so did that and it was very emotional and then another place that I also visited was Proctor's Ledge. Now, if you guys don't know what Proctor's Ledge is, it's said that that is where they hung all 18 people during the witch trials because one was crushed to death. So that's excluding the 19, but all the 19 people that were killed, they were hung and killed at this area called Proctor's Ledge. And it's literally in a neighborhood. It is in a neighborhood and it was so creepy. And I'm like, this is how far it is? Like, where are we going right now? And I'm like, whoa, it's right there. And I like felt shivers go throughout my entire body. So I'm like, this is where they all were hung. This is where they died. This is where they took their last words. How devastating. Now, 
obviously I wasn't forcing myself to feel anything as with anything like when I say I try to be more empathetic I say that because I'm trying to overcome my fear of cemeteries and of dead people because I know as an actor I'm gonna have to deal with a lot of that stuff whether it's real or fake because I want to go into the horror genre and if they're like oh you're gonna be in a cemetery and I'm like oh no I can't do that then I'm out of a job why am I gonna do that to myself and obviously I'm always gonna be terrified of cemeteries but I'm trying to get to the point where I can actually manage being in a presence of a cemetery without going fully ballistic. Now when I was at Proctor's Lodge walking around looking at all the names I started to get very emotional and like I said I wasn't forcing it but it, it was really sad because I'm like wow this is so terrible and I looked closer at all the stones because they had their names carved in like this ledge. I will post that also on Instagram so you guys know what I'm talking about. But it was like this ledge and it had all their names on it. All 19. And in between them there was like money and like all these different types of items. Like someone hung a necklace like on one of the branches that was above the ledge. And it was just really emotional. I'm like wow. And I like searched it up and apparently they do that for them to cross over or something. For them to know that they're loved and cared for and that they're appreciated so I thought it was a really nice gesture I thought it was very sweet touch to it but I immediately got overcome with tears just walking around feeling the, the brick and the stone realizing what had happened here it was definitely a lot and for anyone wondering this has been um, researched by a bunch of people like this is the place where they were hung there's been a ton of research on it and historical value is there and it has been approved by the people hence why there's like a memorial in a neighborhood right now but it was definitely one of my favorite places that i visited it was on the top of my list i'm like i want to go to where they were hung now I'm like that might sound creepy but i wanted to see how my body was going to react hence like the energy see if there was a shift there was a major shift turning around the corner like not even seeing the uh, ledge yet I felt like a sinking feeling in my stomach and I just felt very numb I'm like whoa and I remember stopping and I'm like whoa we're almost there and I kept walking and then I saw it and that was the last place we visited in Salem because unfortunately you can't do a lot in a day you might think you can but you can't like we got there around 10 a.m. and we left at 3 4 o'clock because it started getting dark and everything was closing the hours are very weird in the winter obviously they have extended hours in like september october but i wish i had i could have stayed there longer i wish i went into the witch house if it was open and there was also another cemetery that i wanted to see that we didn't that we didn't get a chance to see so the next time i go i will definitely be visiting it um because i am planning on going sometime in the summer not september october because i hear it is crazy around that time and everyone's always telling me don't go when the between those times like September and October because you will not be able to get around and it will be like torture it won't be fun at all so yeah that's that's the plan but before we close on today's episode I do want to talk about one more thing that I did in Salem I passed by two very iconic hotels the first one, The Merchant, and the second one, The Hawthorne Hotel, which are both in Salem, Massachusetts. Now I'm going to start with The Hawthorne Hotel, because that's where Bewitched, which is the TV series, was filmed, as well as a bunch of other TV shows and films. 
but it was so creepy walking past because there's so many different windows and everyone says like obviously legend says as well like if you look in any of the um windows you'll eventually spot a ghost either passing by or looking down on you and i stopped and i started looking at all the different windows on the building both on the front on the side and the back and i didn't see anything and i'm like oh well maybe today's just not my day I look away and I see off the corner of my eye some black figure with its hair down like just for like a split second and I scare my own self and, like, <gasps> and I like jumped and, and my brother who was with me he's like what? I'm like nothing nothing and I just remember being so wide eyed the rest of the day because I'm like, <gasps> like maybe it was just a coincidence maybe I was just paranoid or something but it was creepy because as soon as I looked away from the building I'm like beginning to walk away from it and I see a black figure off the corner of my eye, my right eye, and I freak out. <laughs> now the other building, which is the merchant, is known for its famous lady in black. Now I'll get in more into that kind of stuff in a later episode, but basically you're supposed to see her in one of the windows looking at you and she has like this crazy hair and she has like kind of glass-like skin if that makes any sense. And I looked, I kept an eye out, and I didn't see anything, but it was so creepy just passing by the merchant because so many paranormal investigators have gone in and done all these different, like, things, investigations, like, trying to speak with the dead, and I, I just find that all creepy. Now, unfortunately, I did not bump into the lady in black. I was hoping, you know, I'd get to talk with her, sit down, have a cup of coffee, you know, all that kind of jazz. <laughs> But I didn't, but it's okay, because with that one, I felt the weird vibes with the Hawthorne Hotel, I saw the person off the corner of my eye. So two very different experiences, but I will definitely be staying in one of those hotels, if not both, when I go back to Boston. My trip to Salem was definitely worth the wait and I'm so happy I got the chance to actually go when it wasn't too busy. Now the street was dead. There was like maybe 5 to 10 other people at the time when I arrived and obviously it got busier throughout the day but overall such a great fun experience going into all the stores, looking at all the crystals, feeling the energy, looking at tarot cards, all of the different designs. It was just, I loved it. And they also had so many artifacts from like films and TV shows, like from example from Bewitched, they had one of the sticks one of the girls was holding in one of the episodes, like in like this frame in the store, which was really cool. That shop was called the Black Hat, and I'm so happy I got to go in there because they were actually closed until like 12pm, and then as soon as 12pm hit they were like flooded with people, so I'm assuming that's a very popular area. But overall, such a great trip. There is something very difficult to talk about at the moment as like something that happened after we left Salem and I was back at the hotel, it was at night, but I'm going to save it for a different episode. I might make a bonus episode on it because it might be a short or long episode depending on how much I recall, but I have it all written down. But it was just very scary and I know you guys are going to love it. I will definitely talk about it in a future episode if not. In a bonus episode so just keep an eye out for that because it's intense 
And there's some other things that I might throw in there that happened while I was at Salem. So just keep an eye on that for now, and we'll see what happens. Alright, now I'm going to go over the poll results very quickly. Uh, the question was, what are your plans for winter break? And first place was work, and I put in parentheses boo. I feel so bad you guys are working on winter break, but you know what? You got to make that money. We're going through a recession. I don't know what else we're supposed to do other than that. Um, second place was a one, two, three-way tie between spend time with family, sleep, and stay at home. Sleep and stay at home. That is 100% me besides the go on vacation, which was third place alongside not sure yet. And that was it. And no one put anything in the Q&A this week, which made me really, really sad. Um, but I'm hoping you guys put something in this Q&A under this episode on Spotify. Again, Spotify is free to everyone. So just an FYI, again, I'm going to keep reminding you guys, if whether you're a new listener or have been listening for a while now. But thank you for participating in the poll results and just for streaming this episode. I'm super grateful. That concludes episode 20 of the Horror Headquarters, which is also the very first episode of 2024. Thank you guys so much for listening and joining in and tuning in and all that jazz. I am so grateful for each and every single one of you for the support you guys have shown me, for following me on so many different platforms, and for just listening, you know? I am so blessed to have over 60 followers now on Spotify alone, which that is crazy. I mean, as I've said in previous episodes, I never thought I'd reach even like five or something. So I'm very grateful for that. There is just so much more to come for this podcast. Make sure you guys are also signed up for our website, which you guys can find in the description below, as well as on our Instagram in our links. So there's just so many opportunities for you guys to get an inside scoop on what's to come in the next week and what I'm planning. And there is a lot going on behind the scenes, but unless you're signed up to for the email newsletter you guys won't know about it until it actually releases make sure you're following us on instagram at the horror headquarters as well as on twitter at the horror hq for so much exclusive content as well and for updates on new episodes so you guys never miss an episode make sure to hit that follow button and rate us on apple Podcasts and spotify again thank you so much for listening i am eternally eternally happy to be doing this every single week I wish I could do it more, but school starts next week. So we'll see how that all goes. But I'm wishing you all the best in your winter break. I'm wishing you a happy and healthy new year filled with positivity and so much more horror, which I will be participating in. (laughs) But until next time, tread very lightly and pray for forgiveness. Midnight hour is approaching.